What happens is that uh, our producers go and they look for people that are doing things that have a very positive and wide-ranging impact on people's lives in our country. And that's why we say it's South Africans doing great things. That's not really to shut out people that aren't South Africans, but it's really to uh, give the understanding that in the midst of all of the difficult and sometimes negative things that we have to talk about, there are people that are doing positive things in people's lives. And uh, for the reasons that we're going to be talking about now, uh, my producers found you guys and they said, we got to get these people in. So I really appreciate you coming through. Thanks a lot for having Tell us. me first about Tell. Perhaps, Alice, if you want to start. Yes. So, Tell was founded by myself and two friends. Yeah. Um, two of us have had double lung transplants, me included. And then the, our third friend, she's a lawyer, but um, she's based her studies on organ donation. Yeah. So, both her degrees, um, her thesis was based around, you know, the legalities of organ donation. And we just clicked and you know we we want to make a real difference yeah and we also feel like we're in a very privileged position um to understand the the organ donation you know setup yes. from a different angle than yeah. most people you know none of us are medically trained however i mean we've been patients um or you know from from bonnie's side you know works in the law industry so it's a bit different than your normal just pure marketing or, you know, nursing backgrounds. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and we just wanted a fresh approach as well. You know, we felt that the the current approaches were a bit, you know, things have been done the same way for the last 20 or 30 odd years. Yeah, yeah. So so what what are you trying to get people to do, to donate their uh, tissue uh, and, and, and organs? Yes, yes. Yeah? So, I mean, we we tried to create awareness about organ and tissue donation. Yeah. Um, we focus on two separate, um, how would you say, aspects. So we've got two hashtags that we like to use called Tell Your Tribe, which is our public awareness. So we try and get people to talk about organ donation yeah. because in South Africa, um, you know, currently your family are given the final... Um, Yes. So, I mean, that might change in future, but at the moment, as it stands, that's what happens in practice. So that's the law. If I want to donate my lungs to somebody after I pass, for example, yes. even though I've got it written down in a will, my family would still be given the final right of so decision as to whether that happens or not? There's two problems with that. So, A, your will gets read too long after you've passed away. Yes. So that would make organ donation completely unviable right. by that time anyways. So according to the law, if you had it in your will um, or if you signed a document with two witnesses, doctors could technically take your organs. But yeah. that's not how it happens in practice. Yes. So it's almost in conflict with what um, doctors and nurses are, are trained to do. So they wouldn't just you know, take a person's organs without family permission. Yeah. So even, you know, though it might be, you know, able to do that according to the law, it's not what happens. So in practice, transplant coordinators would never take organs if the family does not consent to it. And of course, there are certain notions, beliefs, um, cultural practices that you will find, particularly in this country, 
um, that would argue that uh, once somebody has passed on, they no longer mm. belong to themselves. They belong to the tribe. Yes, as it for was. sure. So that's that's probably a very practical reason why you'd mm. want to tell the tribe. Yes, But w- no, w- definitely. W- w- what is what is what does it involve? W- w- how do you guys try to? Um, spread the message that Tell is trying mm. to spread. So at the moment, the campaign that we're doing is called Make It Known. So we want people to show us how they're making it known, that they're talking about organ donation. Yeah. So hence why the tattoo that we've got, um, which you'll probably touch on just now, yeah. you know, we've got this tattoo campaign where you get the quotation marks tattooed and it, it means that you've started the conversation about organ donation or you've had the conversation about organ donation. Yeah. So one of the big problems that families <clears throat> faced if a loved one passes away is that they don't actually know how that person felt about organ donation you know they get approached but it was never talked about and then they almost have to make a guess you know they're not sure Maybe yes, maybe Ooh, no. I can just imagine me trying to tell it's, my people. It's oh. a big problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's just to stimulate the conversation. And we also tell people that, you know, there's no wrong answer. Yeah. If you decide you don't want to be an organ donor one day, also tell your family. You know, the point is your family shouldn't be put in the position where they need to make an important decision like that one day when they are already grieving the fact that you've passed away and now they get approached with this scary question and they've got no idea what you would have wanted. Give me a call. Okay, (laughs) give me a call. 011-883-0702 or 021-446-0567. Maybe you're the kind of person that wants to uh, donate um, your organs, some tissue um, uh, uh, after you pass on, perhaps even while you're alive. Tell me about the conversation you had with your grandmother about that. I, I really want to. I really want to hear a little bit about that. And, and part of your strategy is to try and get celebrities to obviously, or people that are quite influential, to 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 stand behind the initiative. Tell yes, me a bit and more I mean, that. we're hoping it would pick up. I mean, the campaign as a whole has been picking up insanely. You know, on a daily basis, we now get emails from tattoo studios wanting to join in the drive. Wow. Where initially we were almost begging them to, you know, to do this. But now they're coming to us, which is fantastic because it makes our lives a lot easier. And it also makes it accessible to, you know, a lot more people. So we are hoping that, you know, some more celebrities will come on board um you know we've had some instagram messages from you know a few few local tv personalities saying you know that they support the cause but you know we haven't kind of taken it further or we haven't asked you spoken to my former colleague john robbie he'd he'd, he'd be he'd be he'd be up for for this kind of thing yes Uh, all right let's let's bring sj into the conversation sj you're the creative director in this uh, effort and you are also the founder of Murmur. That's correct. Uh, Murmur, uh, why Murmur? It, it, it sounds like something to do with the heart, yeah? Well, uh, Murmur, <laughs> yeah? we get that a lot. Um, yeah? Murmur actually um, is an irreg- irregularity. Yeah. So it's a, it's a glitch to the system. It's something that you haven't seen before. And yeah. that's how we try and approach all the work that we do and all the clients that we deal with, is to bring a bit of a flair to it that you maybe haven't seen or haven't um, touched on before. So like with Tell, when we um, got them on board, we helped them with the name and the branding yeah. and with um, helped together with them form this campaign. Yeah. So even with the name and everything, you know, there's a, there's a formula to naming in this kind of category and there's sure. a formula to branding in this category. 
And I think when we um, approached Tell for the first time with the branding and the name, there was a collective intake of breath when we presented the name. Yeah. And even when we showed the tattoo, we, we got a, like all of everyone in the room kind of went, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm murmuring hard. Yeah. So as Murmur, that's what we try and do with our clients. Um, and it, it started with Tell. They were actually our first client. Um, we were very young. We only started about seven months ago. Yes. And started day one, started with yeah. Tell, and yeah. we've been going strong with them. And that's what we try and infuse in everything that we do is try and bring in that little bit of a, a, a stutter, a glitch, a murmur that makes you go, hang on Stop a bit. and think, yeah? yeah. Yeah. So that's not how we regularly see it. Sure. Yeah. So I'd like to take a call from you if you are somebody that is having that conversation with your loved ones, but more importantly with yourself about the issue of of, of, of organ donation. It's, it's a big conversation that you need to have, especially for those of us who come from cultural backgrounds that maybe um, that aren't perhaps as free about this kind of thing as possible as, as others may be. Give us a call. Uh, let me ask the question directly. Are you in favor of organ donation? If yes, why? If no, why not? And particularly if you come from a cultural background, that perhaps has certain misgivings, misgivings or aversions to that. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on that. On 0118830702, not too long ago, I had a conversation with some family members of mine after a funeral, and I suggested that I wanted to be cremated if I ever were to pass on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you a little bit about that. But Mimo Mukhotsi is on the line. And uh, Mimo is one of the people that is uh, an influencer uh, in this particular uh, initiative and drive. Mimo, thank you very much for uh, joining us. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. So you are what people call uh, an influencer, uh, somebody that is involved in the social media space that, uh, of course, uh, makes certain ideas become discussion points on social media. Tell me about your thoughts with regards to Tell and their campaign and their initiative. Well, like Alice has said, our goal is to firstly educate both potential donors as well as medical health care professionals and break the stigma and misinformation around the organ tissue yeah. donation. Like you mentioned earlier on, it's with our people, it's more based on the culture. Yep. I mean, most people have the idea that when you pass on, you need to go to heaven with your organs. Yep which I don't believe because we grew up being told that it's your soul that goes up. So they've got this thing that they want to bury their people in full. I mean, probably even my family believed in that before. I, I was diagnosed with hepatitis autoimmune disease, whereas my, my body fought my liver as if it did not belong there. Yes. But after then, that's when I needed a liver and we had to review everything. So now... I was the child who needed a liver and who needed help from their people or my family. And unfortunately, it was not possible for my family to help me due to their um, health reasons. Yes. And I had to go back to the wait list. And we know that in South Africa, there's a shortage of organ donation. Where Again, it goes back to lack of education and not getting enough information sure. as to how and how 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 we can survive and 
save someone's life. Yeah. Th- there's a movie I remember some time ago, uh, Mimo. I think um, Denzel Washington is the main actor there, and it's got, uh, to, I can't remember what it, what it was called. I remember which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, with, with the, the son, hostage. yeah. And then he yeah. takes the whole hospital hostage. I mean, that movie really brought it home for me. If somebody remembers what that movie's name was. Remember where Denzel Washington is the dad, his little boy wants to be a bodybuilder one day, but he needs a heart transplant. And oh, it was the most touching movie that I've ever seen. And I think that, Hollywood has dramatized the reality of what mm. you guys are trying to do there. Uh, I'd love to hear from people who have been in a situation where they needed a particular organ. Your family member was in the ICU somewhere and you you needed an organ for that family member. Yeah, And there is a possibility that somebody who has passed on, perhaps even of natural causes, may be able to provide you with that organ. Would you, would you take it? And I know that there are people with, with religious, cultural reasons as to why they won't take um, um, organs or give organs. But I'm interested to hear from you who is undecided, perhaps never thought about this. Would you, would you donate an organ? Would you have one donated to you? I'd be interested to hear your thoughts. And what are some of the impediments in your mind for why that should not happen? I'd be interested to hear from you on 011-883-0702. So, Mino, you, you, Mimo, is it Mimo, hey? Yes. Mimo, you, 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 you have uh, autoimmune hepatitis. And you said that it's when your very own body fights against the very existence of your own liver in your own body. So what happened? Tell me the story. I would say I had because... I had a liver transplant. So, whereas I had a liver uh, hepatitis autoimmune disease, whereas it is a chronic disease of an unknown cause. Yeah. Like you mentioned, it's an immune system, whereas it attacks your liver yes. and causes inflammation yes. to the liver damage. So, mine got damaged to a point that it stopped functioning. Wow. And the only way I could live was to have a liver to be transplanted. So, so, so here's the thing for you, Mimo. I am here with you having this conversation, and I like the idea that maybe I could be of use even after I pass, right? <laughs> and I want to donate my heart. No, my brain. No, sorry. Something <laughs> once I pass on. And you have the talk of, task of going to my grandmother, you, Mimo, <laughs> to go and speak to my grandmother. <laughs> And to tell her that Aubrey wanted his heart. What 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 would you say to my grandmother? Who says, what, what what would you say to, to my grandmother, Mimo? I think the, the best way and I feel because as a group, as a child organization group, it's a good thing that we've all experienced and we've been through the wait list and that's the only way we could tell, we could convince someone to actually donate is to tell our story. So yeah. the, I'll, I'll, I'll approach your granny with the idea that it's not fictional. It's not something that's made up, but I've been through it. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, so is that, is that the, is that the approach, Alice? I mean, mm-hmm. is the approach to say, 
here's the story, a real life story of somebody else that was in your situation. Yes, it's definitely part of the approach. And we try to share a story of someone who's been through an organ transplant weekly on our social media pages. But it's also the fact of telling people, what if it was your child? Because a lot of people, you know, they almost, like Mimo said, they change their belief system once it, it hits them yeah. personally. We, we, we were having a conversation earlier on with another guest of mine, Tutuz Lutuli. We were talking about confirmation biases. Mm. Mm. Yeah, how we sometimes see things from a particular uh, angle and we have certain beliefs about those things yes. until sometimes a particular reality hits yeah. you and you have to change. And this is pr- precisely what we're talking about, that your 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 lungs your eyes mm. could actually help somebody who desperately needs them yes when you've passed on that's and that's basically the story isn't it exactly and also yeah. i mean most major religions and cultures i mean all of them do you know almost like the highest thing you could do is save another human's life yeah. you know all religions and cultures value that yeah so I know with some religions, they even, you know, they do have, you know, they might have a problem with the specific parts of organ donation, but it's almost like saving eight people's lives because of it trumps whatever they might be hesitant about. Yeah. So people also have to decide for themselves, you know, yeah. in terms of their own moral compass, sure. you know, what what's more important, saving eight people's lives or... What what, what do you you usually hear out there? Maybe SJ, what what do you guys hear out there? What are the the reasons why people would be averse to organ donor? And by the way, you can join us in this conversation. 011-883-0702-021-446-0567. You've been thinking about it. Maybe you haven't been thinking about it. And now you're thinking about it. Um, What are the reasons why you don't agree with organ donation. I'm just interested because I don't know what the arguments really are. Uh, give us a call. But what do you guys hear, SJ? What do the people say when um, you say that uh, you know you could help somebody save, save somebody's life at the point when you uh, don't have life? I think it's actually, um, and Alice will corroborate, I, I think it's um, a lot of misinformation. Yeah. Um, mm. People have certain stigmas and certain um, preset notions of what organ donation entails and what the whole process entails. Yeah. And what we're trying to do, um, like with Alice and them, you go in with this idea of what it should be or what it is. And they start telling their story. And literally, like it, all these preconceived notions wash away and you go... You know, that's that's not what I thought. It's not what I mm. expected. And all these reasons that you could potentially have not to donate yeah. literally just fall away when you hear the stories that they tell and the, the people that have survived because people donated. Yeah. Um, whether they, you know, um, people can donate <coughs> while they're alive, they can donate parts of their liver. Yes. Um, mm. So whether it's stories like that or stories of family members who have left, you know, who no, left, who've agreed that their loved ones' organs are donated. Yeah. Once you hear those stories, it all those preconceived notions of cultural beliefs and um, stories you've heard, you know, there's rumors about paramedics only helping uh, non-donors because they want the organs and it's all rubbish. It's, it's, um, <laughs> well, those ideas are, you know, once you hear what it can do and once you see the difference and the impact it can make, it's, it, it changes your perce- perception completely. Mimo, what do you hear? What, 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 what was, what, what are some of the most outrageous things that you've heard uh, for people who have an aversion for 
for um, for organ donation? I remember at some point when we were all excited, my family and I, that you know what, my sister will be able to help me with um, to give me part of her liver, <coughs> and a few days later they found out that she was anemic. So I had to go back to the wait list. And when I went on the wait list, there was a friend. I mean, I was so sick. They didn't think I'd make it. A friend came up to me and said to me, I want to help you so badly, but I am scared. Again, it's the risk that comes with organ donation. But, but it, it, well. is the fear medical? Is it superstitious? Is is it religious? What 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 is the fear that people have for for, do, for donating their organs? Fear of death. Of death? Death, yes. Yeah, People but I mean, if, if, if you're going to be dead once... So so if, if I agree that I will give, I will donate my heart if I am dead, well, you know, I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> now, remember now, not every organ that you give, you you have to be... Uh, it, it will have to be a cadaver. Yeah. So some of them, like, let's say, kidneys, or like now you live on with one liver, but now one person is a large person is can now give half of the liver, and then it will grow and regenerate on its own. Yes, yes. So it will grow into a bigger piece. So see, it's no it, longer about. I want to I want to tell you a story, Mimo, and, and and you might you might resonate with this. You guys might resonate with this. Somebody once, and I had this conversation with with other people. I, I think that it was a campaign that was going on here on 702 about something very similar mm. at some point and you know you in the township you'll stand at the corner and have a chat about this or that and I started having this conversation about about donation about um, uh, donor donation and this guy says to me no, no, no. I don't want to get the, the heart of some mad guy and <laughs> 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 okay. I, I, I know that, that that's also it it, it it betrays or it reveals another um, myth, right? Another, mm. uh, but this guy says, I, I don't want to get the heart of some mad guy and I turn mad. Uh-huh. Is, 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 yeah. that, is that the kind of thing that you hear people? So unfortunately at the moment, there's a show on Netflix called <laughs> Chambers, which I haven't watched it and I don't want to watch it because it will just upset me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, from what I've gathered, it's um, so it's called cellular memory, where some people believe that organs store memory. Yes, um, mm-hmm. which I mean, scientifically, is really not true. You know, your brain stores memory, um, not your organs. Well, I mean, you, you know about the story of muscular memory. That uh, yes. if you is that what they refer to? I think muscle memory is something different. It's it's I mean, it's your mus- it's your muscles function. So yes. your muscle might remember a function. Ah, okay. But yeah. you know, memories. Of your childhood, that stuff, doesn't yeah. get stored in your liver or your heart. I mean, it's in your brain. Yes. Um, and they, they don't do brain transplants, obviously. So, you know. Somebody's lucky out there. They would have received my brain. <laughs> 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 I think the reason why movie storylines um, about cellular memory is popular is because it's sensationalist. I mean, you could make up amazing storylines 
if that was the case, you yeah. know. And also from a scientific point of view, I mean, I've chatted to my doctor about this and I've said, have you ever had patients um, change after yeah. organ transplant, you know, where they suddenly like um, spicy food and they've yeah. never liked spicy food, yeah. you know, and then they think, is it maybe because of the organ that I received? Yes. You know, did I receive it from someone who liked spicy food? Yes. But there's always an explanation. I mean, you go on to... A, a massive amount of medication yes. after transplant. Yes. You know, some of it changes your taste. Some of it makes you hungry the whole time, yes. like prednisone. You just want to eat the whole time. And it's side effects of medication. It's not because your donor wanted to eat the whole time. Mm -hmm. It's because medication is making <laughs> you hungry. You know? And also, um, people find a new love for life. For yes. example, um, you know, I started doing quite a lot of sports after transplant, but it's because my entire life I couldn't breathe properly, you know. So the fact that I really got into <coughs> exercising after my transplant doesn't mean my donor was an exercise fanatic. Yes. It means I suddenly know how to breathe and I've discovered a new side of myself. A lot know? of people are responding to my question about that Denzel Washington movie. It's called John Q. Exactly, yes. that's the name. <laughs> Thanks very much, uh, those of you who've sent <coughs> send me the name of the movie. Let's uh, go to the lines now. Maybe you want to put on your uh, your head. Oh, yeah. Uh, the facilitator is in Fosloros. Hi, the facilita facilitator. Yeah. Evening to you. Go ahead, man. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, the facilitator. Yeah, man. I just want to put a two friends comment there, man. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I always knew about... Uh, donating an organ. Yes. However, it never really crossed my mind that I would do that, yeah. you know. Not to say that it's not that important, but I think it's not really a matter of me being here to make a donation, but sometimes I think as people, some things are not, are not speaking to us because we are not faced with that situation. Yes. So it's not like it doesn't really matter However, it's because of certain things. It seems like it's, it's one of those things that is so far from you unless yeah. you are faced with that situation. Hence, I said in my WhatsApp that I can perhaps make a donation if someone close to me is in need of that thing or even a stranger who happens to be in the same space that I at at yeah. that time. I can donate because yeah. there's a need and yeah. I'm faced with that situation. However, I feel for the, for your guests there because uh, they really need the support. However, I don't know how it, it is going to be. I don't know. Sure. No, no, I, I, I hear you. I think, I, think, I think what I'm taking away from you, the facilitator, is that the conversation hasn't been as proximal as it could be to you. So it's, yeah. it's a matter of out of sight, out of mind almost. And what, what this group of people are trying to do is that they want to put it in your face so that you realize that um, you may have until now had the privilege and the, the general luck of not needing somebody's. But what happens if you do? Wouldn't it be great if somebody was out there to, to give you uh, uh, whatever 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 organ you need at that point of need but listen i'm not trying to convince you of anything we're just having a conversation <laughs> the facilitator and fossilers thanks very much for your call blessing is in pretoria hi 
Hi, hope the new one is Yeah, go for it, blessing. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I like to agree with um, your previous caller as well as the guest, um, because I, I also personally was not really aware about the seriousness of um, South Africa in terms of like um, the scarcity of organ, organ, organ donors. Yeah. So I recently also had to have uh, surgery. Yeah. Um, two times on, on, on my eyes. So, um, and I had to get uh, my organs from the state. Yes. So, and that was expensive. So I, I put myself, it was about like 60K for the operation. Mm-hmm. So I wonder now, when ordinary South Africans, they're not going to be able to get the, the donation because, you know, we don't have enough in the country. Sure, so, 60 um, grand, bro. Do, do, do you want to tell yeah. me, do you mind telling me what sort of, Transplant it was. I I had I had a keratoconus on both my eyes. Wow, wow. Yeah, and and it's great that there was somebody, even if it was in the United States, that had the organs to donate. Yeah, Yeah? absolutely. Yeah, and and, then that puts the responsibility on me to pay for it because yeah, I hear hear you. Uh, you blessing. Yeah. Thanks very much. What is the argument for it, Alice? So, I mean, I um, mean, uh, uh, you you probably are obviously aware of the various cultural, yes. religious um, arguments that are out there, and uh, fundamentally, they're all about listen, no, okay, mm. and maybe fear is at the really at fundamentally at the at the bottom of all of that reasoning. Yes, what definitely. is your argument? What are you saying to people out there who? might have an aversion to it while things are okay, while they don't mm. hear about it. But when it, it's like insurance, you know? When it's okay, yes, not when you need it, you, yeah. Yeah. you need it. But, 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 but why should people make this grudge purchase? Um, well, firstly, you know, it's free. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> cost anything to, to donate organs. Um, just to go back to your caller, so corneas are probably, you know, one of the only tissues that you, you can import. Um, with with solid organs, you can't, you know, you can have all the money in the world, but you can't buy someone's lungs, for example. You know, there's just nothing you can do. Um, you know, then for certain tissue that you can actually import it. So it's very, you know, if you can afford it, you are very privileged and, you know, you can count yourself lucky. Yeah. Um, so in terms of becoming an organ donor, I mean, it takes nothing away from you while you're alive. I mean, it costs you nothing. There's, it just takes nothing away from you. It actually gives you the, you know, I don't, I'm not sure what to call it, but the, the warm, fuzzy feeling knowing that one day you could potentially save eight lives and change up to 50 lives for the better, sure. you know. Um, so I'm a bit biased because I've received an organ, um, but I almost feel like, you know, when people do oppose organ donation or say that they don't want to donate, I'm, my first thoughts is always why not you know like apart from cultural you know if you've got your your reasons i just don't understand why you wouldn't want to do it um what are you what are you saying to people out there what are you saying uh, give it to me in yeah. the mm. uh, 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 hey mimo what are you guys saying are you saying listen when you die please give us your heart what are you saying Again, I'd like to emphasize that most people are not aware that the chances of you needing an organ donor are much higher than the chances of being able to donate once you die. Mm. That's very true. 
So in Canada, they've done a study and they said the, the chances are six times more likely that you would one day need an organ yeah. than that you would be able to donate an organ. Where do you store this stuff? So that we heard from Canada. Sorry, that wasn't a properly curated question. <laughs> question. This came out. But for those people who mm. decide that they are going to be donors, okay, say 10 people died today and they've all agreed that they were going to be donors. Yes. But maybe you don't have somebody who needs the guy's toes now. Mm. Well, then they, they don't take the organ. Okay. So it does very, very rarely happen that there's no one on the waiting list meeting a specific criteria for an oh. organ. And then they just don't take it. So they, they bury or cremate the person with their own organ. They don't take it out. Let's take a few calls. Jane is in the, in the West Coast. Hi, Jane. Hello. Yeah, go for it, Jane. <laughs> I must turn my radio down. Yeah. You know, talking about this donor yes. business. Yeah. Previously, they've had this on radio many times before. Yes. And people were told that you cannot donate at a certain age, which was then 59. You are too old. Was that true? I don't know about about was it true, but I can answer that. So um, we always tell people that doctors make that decision once you have passed away. There is no official cutoff age. Um, We know from the work that we do in the medical sector that, for example, the oldest donor that donated um, his or her organs last year was 78. You know, so they look at the condition of the, the organs. And like the one transplant coordinator always says, you know, you get 30-year-olds with a more unhealthy liver than a 60-year-old. You know, so they, they look at the ca- at the condition of organs. Um, mm-hmm. So there's no cutoff according to your ID number or anything like that. And same oh. with tissue donation. They do tests um, to see if anything's viable to be used and then use it according to that. Okay. Yes. Now, I'm 88. Okay. I'll be 88 in September. Okay. Well, well done for getting that on. Yeah, absolutely. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with me. Yes. I am perfectly healthy. My eyes are good. I've got beautiful hair. My liver is good. My blood is good. My heart is good. And yet, I doubt if they will take my body as a donation. Look, do you want to make a, a donation? Uh, yes, Jane? if they can use it. Well, there you go. Well, as long as you your family knows that. Um, no, I'll like cut I said, As long as your family knows. <clears throat> of course they will know. All right, well, Jane, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take your contact details, give them to the people from Tel, and they'll get in touch with you, okay? Okay. All right. Jane is in West Coast. <laughs> Great stuff. Yeah. There's your donor. Thanks, Jane. Hey. <laughs> someone on the wait list. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and you know, Jane sounds very, very strong and healthy. Why not? Yeah. Sure. But I, I believe it's true for blood donation. Is that true? Uh, also, I mean, in Scotland, again, it's... it's no I'm different talking about country. that age cutoff thing. Yes, yeah? yes. Uh, yeah? Well, I'm actually not sure I've... You know, I don't work in blood donation, so I'm really not sure. Yeah. But I know the oldest cornea donor in the world was 104 years old. 
So, Jane, you've still got a while to go. Um, and then they can still use your corneas. Um, but, I mean, like, like for example, this woman of 104 whose corneas they use, they look at the condition. Yeah. You know, there might be people aged 40 with worse corneas sure. than the 104-year-old. Sure. You know, so there, people shouldn't put it in a box and say, I'm too old. Some people say, I'm diabetic, I can't donate organs, or I'm too fat, I can't donate organs. People have well, a lot of things. reasons why they exclude themselves. Well, but there is stories about people saying we can't get the tattoo for the campaign because then we can't be a donor. Yes, there's a lot yes. Of no, there's, there's some, I think, it, like you said, it comes back to a fear of death. A lot of people almost make excuses for themselves why they can't donate organs because they're scared of dying. You know, um, not in your case, Jane. I'm just saying yeah. there's no cuts of age for no, you. J- Jane is fearless. I mean, she, she wants to give you her hair. <laughs> well, there's a lot of cancer people who need wigs, so yeah, yeah, I'm no? sure they can definitely All right, let's speak that. to Desire in Midrand. Hi, Desire. Hi, Aubrey. How are you? I'm very good, man. Sorry, when I thought it was going to be a lady, but go ahead, Desire. I don't know why I thought no, Desire was going to be a lady. But go ahead, no, Desire. No yeah. No problem. Sure. I've got two questions. One is for you and one is for your guest. Yeah. For you, when you said you want your body to be cremated, yes. does it mean you want it cremated with some of the organs missing or you want to be cremated with uh, with your with all your organs well the, the answer is quite simple if, if my organs are going to be able to help somebody after I am dead yeah take what you need and then whatever you don't need cremate okay thank you my yeah. second question is there, there's a there's a country in Europe I just that I forgot what, what name what was the name of the country yes where when you donate blood yes you get paid in other words, like a pound of, of, yes, of blood will get the yeah. stomach. Yeah. I think if if the if the, 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 the these guys that are with you really yeah. want people to come and and, 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 and sign <laughs> off that when I die you yes. you, you, you get my heart. Yes. If they say my your heart is worth fifty grand, depending yeah. on the condition of the heart, yeah. your liver is hundred and ninety thousand uh, <laughs> grand <laughs> they will find a cure. I mean, no, I hear you. Can I ask something? Cure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Mimo, go <laughs> ahead. Sorry, oh, oh. desire, don't go away. Mimo wants to ask oh. you a question. Would, okay. would you want to be a paid hero? A hero that is paid for being good? Mm. I don't mind. Imagine, <laughs> no, imagine, imagine saving a life and then you had to be paid. Then you're not doing it from the heart. But you're doing yeah, it I, so that you can be paid. Can I? Can I? Can yeah, I? I go for it. <laughs> if 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 my mother wants to build a house and he doesn't want to, I mean, she cannot afford now. And then when I die, she affords because I've sold my heart or my brain. Yeah, I think it's worth it. Both yeah, sides I, are benefited. <laughs> Look, desire. You got you got my vote, bro. <laughs> All right, all right, but but let's let's hear what they've got to say. I mean, I I know that 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 sounds a little crass, yeah. Mimo is probably thinking, oh, what kind of? But I mean, is there is there there like a a gratuity here that we can talk about? (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Unfortunately, it's illegal. Um, But I mean, think of the reverse. If you had an enemy. You yeah. know, how many people would be out to kill you? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, no, no, sure, absolutely. And, I mean, if, if, if organs were 
able to be bought. You know, yeah. if your mother needs a heart and you're desperate, so there's an ethical. There's there's an ethical a big problem. There, yeah. You know, or what if your sibling doesn't like you? Yeah. Um, and he needs no. a house. You know, a, a, maybe and, and put something heard, in his drink. Sure. You know, maybe let him. No, absolutely. You know. we, we, and we've heard <laughs> we've heard uh, about this. Jane, who is 88, wants to uh, donate. Will she get the tattoo? I hope so. It would be great if oh. she got a tattoo and sent us a picture. So the t- tattoo would say, I... It's quotation marks. So you can see SJ's got the tattoo. Ah, okay, okay. It's the quotation marks, which um, I don't know if you've heard of the Semicolon Project tattoo. No. It's a, um, a big movement. I'm not sure if it's local as well, but where people with depression and who have, you know, considered suicide before and decided not to do it get a semicolon tattooed you know almost symbolizing that um there was a pause but life goes on Uh, so we almost want to try and get the same thing going where the quotation marks means that you've um, discussed organ donation and it's what you want to do because you know we one of our taglines is that organ donation is a conversation you know it comes back to talking to your family about it and then once something happens to you and you pass away your family will be talked to by the transplant coordinator so it's conversations all around um so the quotation marks mean you know conversation meryl is in linden hi meryl Hi. Yep. You know, um, I'm a very allocutic about organ donation. I sit on both sides of the fence. There's a lot of pros and cons both sides. But what I wanted to mention to you, one of your people made the comment, imagine being paid for saving a life. But doctors get paid and handsomely whenever they save a life. Mm. I've known doctors who've got more than one Porsche. Mm. There's no way you can look after your child today if you don't have, if you haven't been paid handsomely from somewhere. Mm. So this is a little bit out of line. Yeah. So 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 so, so, so what what about what about now? I'm feeling that you've got a, you haven't got a balance going on here. I'm so sorry. I'm being very argumentative here, but there's no balance here. Yeah. Uh, uh, but but what about the other side of the argument? Meryl, where people can be tempted to kill people for people's organs. What about that? Well, now I'm not going to make a comment on that. But what I just want to say to you is this, that organ donation is a very important part in certain people's lives. There's no question. But I'm thinking of a mother with a little girl of, say, five. And she can't afford ordinary treatment. Her child doesn't qualify for organ donation. But her child needs decent treatment, and she can't afford it. And the government hasn't got it. We, we put so much, we put so much, so much pressure on saving a life. But the other lives out there dying as well. Who's putting? Who's looking at them? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure if we, we need to start a, a, an initiative for that. Hey, Meryl, because I think it's it's just as important. Maybe you, you go for it and I'll come behind you. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Thanks very much, Meryl. That's true, that whenever we raise issues, we should be willing to actually put our hmm. money where our mouth is. No. But I hear what, what, what Meryl is saying. Let's speak to Jeannie in Melville. Hi, Jeannie. Hello, Aubrey. Yeah, and go good for evening, it. And good evening to your guests. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to know, I've been looking at um, 
donating my body to something like uh, cancer research or research of some kind. Now, what I want to know is um, I'm still competent and coherent and working and that sort of thing, and I'm 72 in July. Now, would could the 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 body be donated to for organs if there's anything left there to, that works at the time of my passing, and then the balance could that go then back to say cancer research or a research laboratory? Um, unfortunately, as far as I know, you can't do that. So. Um, if if your organs aren't eligible to be donated, you could donate your full body to a university or something like that, but they can't split it. They can't use organs for certain things, use tissue, tissue for other things, and then whatever's left over, use for research. It's almost like split into three then. You know, organs going to one group of people, tissue going to yeah, a, yeah. You know, a second set of people, and then whatever's left going to the students, um, because I know when students practice on cadavers, they need, you know, a full body. So, unfortunately, you can't do that. All right, Jeannie. All right. Thank, uh, thank you. Thank you very thank much, you so Jeannie, much. in Melville. And, and what you guys are about, in other words, I think it's very important. What TEL is about is getting people to donate their organs for transplants for people who need them. There may be other um, um, causes out there. People can start a cause if they want mm-hmm. to, whatever. But what you guys are about is you are saying, please donate an organ for somebody who might need it. Yes. That's what you As well as tissue, about. like your sure. caller with the corneas. Yes. So organ and tissue donation sure. kind of fall under the same yeah. umbrella. But yes, that's what we're saying. I mean, there, there are a lot of unfair things in the world. Yeah. I mean, it's unfair that not everyone in the state sector get access to dialysis. That's yes. a big problem. Yeah. Um, transplant does have to help to solve that problem because yes. when someone gets a kidney, there's an extra dialysis space for, for a new person sure. to get dialysis. But that is a big problem. You know, um, unemployment and people needing money to build houses is a, a whole different set sure. of problems. You know, it's unfortunately not all solutions can fix you know, absolutely. the whole world's problems. So your, your, your <laughs> but guys, our focus your is on organ and tissue donation. And you're right. There, there's always a cascading of other problems that will come there. But the fact is that you guys, um, yeah, the the, the, the the fact is that you guys want to do this. Speak to Kolo in four ways. Kolo, hi. Hi, hi. Good evening, Aubrey. Yeah. Um, I just have a quick question for your guest. Yeah. Um, I, I know that this is a donation, right? Yeah. Uh, I just want to know if I donate my organs, um, what's in it for them? Are they getting paid for this when somebody requires that um, uh, that organ? Yeah. Or what, what's, what's, what's sure. up with this? Yeah. What, what's in it for you guys? So um, when you receive an organ, you don't pay for the organ. The organ is a gift. Um, what gets paid for, the doctors have you know their bills. The hospital has their bills. So And also... The recipients splits the bill for the donor, um, you know, after the person's been declared brain dead. The recipients split the medical costs that, that the donor incurs. For example, tests that they have to do to see if the lungs are good enough or if the heart is good enough. You know, it doesn't go back to the family of the donor. Um, so from the recipient side, the organ itself is a gift. Everything else um, gets split between the states, medical aids, depending on who gets the organs. But yes, un- 
unfortunately, there is no compensation for the donor family, no financial compensation. For you guys? And for us, we oh, just get guys? the organ. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right, Kulu, thanks very much for your call. Yeah? Uh, SJ, what, 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 what should people be asking themselves now in this conversation as we come to the end of our, of our conversation? I think they need to, t- or people need <clears throat> to think about what notions and preconceived notions they have about organ donation and question whether they're valid. Um, if it is a religious le- reason, that's fine. As a cultural re- reason, that's fine. But people need to start thinking and talking. Have I had the conversation? Do my family know? Does my sister know? Does my Tell friend Tell your know? tribe. Tell your tribe, 100%. When I got this tattoo, my mother's very averse to tattoos, but this tattoo opened a conversation on our family group. And now all my sisters and my mother and everyone know I'm a donor. We know they're donors. So it's as simple as so starting. I'm, 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 I'm irrationally afraid of, of needles. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the nice thing about it is yeah. um, we, we've considered that. Yes. And if you don't want a tattoo, um, we've got uh, hair salons and nail salons that are also getting on board. So if you want to get your nails done with the, the Tell logo, we can do that. But it's more, it, it's, it goes beyond this, getting the symbol on you. It's starting the conversation. So um, even if you don't get the tattoo, as long as you make it known, as long as you talk to your family and they know your wishes and your friends, so that when the mm-hmm. time comes and you do pass away, People know and everyone is clear on what your wishes are. And that's what we want to get out of this. And what we want people to take from this is, have I had the conversation? Does my tribe know? And, you know, yeah, have, yeah. have I spread I've got the two more calls. And I, and, I, and, I, and I really want to take this call from Boy in South. In, yep. Oh, Boy's gone. Yeah. Well, Boy says you can buy organs over the counter. <laughs> All right. And then Wait. Emmanuel. <laughs> Emmanuel, <laughs> hi. Hi, Albrecht. Yeah, you? I'm good, man. Go for it. Yeah, I, I joined in, I joined in the conversation a bit late, but I I just wanted to know something. Um, I've always wanted to uh, to really um, be a part of this to be able to donate part of my body. Um, well, my organs. Sorry, not my body, but my yes. organs where need be, because uh, I was once in an accident and I really saw someone struggling, and um, they needed. It was just blind that they needed, yeah. but they couldn't access it easily and because of that they passed on and it, it remained in my head forever. So, so so from then on I said you know what I would like to do this but I wanted to know while I'm leaving like I'm alive right now even yeah. before like and that is it possible for me to be able to um, maybe donate part of my organs and still live a healthy life and does it affect me at all let's say I, I donate part yeah. of my liver or yeah. my kidney does it affect me at all number one number two um, uh, there's a lot of questions I have, and there's a lot of education. There's a lot of little information about this. So sometimes you want to get this, but you know you. Sure. So let, let, let's do this, Emmanuel, because because we, we've run out of time. Um, yeah. Can I give you the contact details of my guests, and then yeah. maybe you can continue with the conversation? I know there's a lot of people that want to get in touch with them. So w- will you listen on the radio? Yes, that'll be cool. All right, Emmanuel in Sunnyside. Just quickly, can somebody donate while they're slow? Yes, you can donate a kidney and you can donate a part of your liver. All right. So lots of queries that have come through, questions that have come through. Um, Our producer will send them through to you and maybe you guys can. So how do they get in touch with you guys? Uh, well, I th- okay, we've, we're on all the social media platforms. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yes. Our handle on all of them is TalOrgZA. 
so it's it's quite simple and um i mean if you're going to remember write down my email address it's alice.vogt at tal.org.za well the people at tal.org.za south africans doing great things mimo mimo thanks very much for joining us Thank you so much for having much me. Much appreciated. Of course, SJ Nordia, uh, thank you very much for joining us. So Thanks much appreciated. And Alice, v- uh, how do I say your surname? Vocht. <laughs> Vocht, yes, that's Vocht. Fun. Oh, there you go. Alice Vocht, thank you guys very much for the work that you're doing. Much appreciated. Thanks for having Thanks us. So All right, let's take a break. When we come back, Eyewitness News.